Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. On this episode, we look at the Florida State game where the Canes, you know, gave it a good effort but came up short. Um, Talk about the quarterback controversy going into the game and kind of break down the actual game itself. So this should be a good one. So the big story from a Miami perspective coming into this game was uh, was the loss to NC State and the quarterback change. Uh, <clears throat> it was announced um, day of the game that that Emory Williams would start. Wasn't I mean it's one of those things where Mario just does not really talk about that stuff, so it didn't come as as a huge surprise, but it was a game day decision. Um, and the the thinking there was that the the Canes would would be better off with frankly less playmaking but significantly less mistakes, which is um you know what kind of did Tyler Van Dyke in. So coming into this game, you're thinking, all right, let's let's see what happens um, from a quarterback standpoint, but also can the Canes defense you know continue to play at a high level? They had a great game against NC State minus the. Uh, 97-yard back-breaking drive, but, um, you know, it was obviously going to be a game where you rely on the defense, um, and so game starts, and, you know, second drive of the game is a uh, 55-yard touchdown drive, and and really, you know, this one, in in hindsight, really hurts, because um, not only is it the first, um, you know, first score of the game, but also just it's not the Kane's best defensive possession. Very sloppy. Um, just didn't 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 execute well. Um, there there was a third and eight uh, where just busted a coverage, and by bust I mean no one covered uh, um, their receiver. Just threw it out to him, just a swing pass, and he he ran for sixteen yards. No one near him on a third and eight. Just gave that away. Um, <sighs> Was was going to be third and ten, but James Williams lined up pretty significantly offside. Turns to second and five instead because he got the play over again. So really just a frustrating drive to uh, to give uh, a touchdown up on. With that said, you know, the Canes did did respond um, short yards, third and three. Um, Emory Williams th- threw a pass to Jacoby George, who busted loose for 43 yards. From there, the offense bogged down pretty much for the rest of the quarter, um, and of course the field goal is missed. Now, I have talked a lot on the show about, you know, Andres Borgas is a great kicker, but he did have some pretty costly misses this year. Um, this is sort of in that category. Not not his <clears throat> not his fault. Um, he the, the hold was terrible. The laces were facing the wrong direction. Um, but it was a big miss. So, I mean, this one I wouldn't put in that category of, like, you know, we need the best kicker in the country to make those clutch kicks because, frankly, there's no kicker that can make a kick when the ball isn't held correctly. Um, 
so after after that, um, FSU drove down again, kicked a uh, kicked another field goal, and so now it's ten nothing, and really nothing has gone um, the Canes' way so far. Um, and after another punt and a trading of punts, it did kind of feel like this game was slipping a little bit. But then insert Don Chaney and he broke loose um, and and this is where the game kind of shifted in the Canes favor so um, Emory Williams did have a couple of nice completions as well including a third down completion um, <laughs> a third down scramble I mean as well um, but really Don Chaney breaking loose um, in that 29 yard run down to the 5 where there was most definitely an uncalled late hit and big thing, Gaines finished the drive against North Carolina State, and the game didn't do that. Here they did. 10-7, you're back in this game, and now we're going to talk ACC officials, and we're going to talk safeties because um, Jordan Travis, running backwards towards the end zone, runs into the end zone, tackled very clearly inside the end zone, about a yard or two deep. They rule him out, and then... Um, they go to replay, and, and there's basically no way this is not safety. But they say call stands, chaos ensues, including the uh, the commentators very uh, very upset, <laughs> not understanding how they blew this call. Um, but that is what happened. So the uh, the, the FSU is able to punt on fourth and thirty four. Now, the Canes do return it into field goal range. They advance the ball. They can't quite punch it, and they ran out of time there. Um, but field goal, and we are tied at the half. So after a really terrible first quarter, the Canes dominate the second quarter. And then, um, you know, FSU tries a little trick onside kick to start the half. But Frank Ladson, heads up play, fields it. Um, Mark Fletcher busts loose for 20 yards. And that, my friends, is the last functional offensive play the Canes would have for a long time because um, they were completely unable to um, they were completely unable to get anything going after that and um, they end up um, yeah they end up kicking a field goal so that's good it ended up being a 51 yarder even despite Fletcher's run Um, but Borgallus nails it Canes are up for the first time Pretty much immediately, um, busted coverage uh, and a 62-yard completion for FSU, but Kane's defense stiffened, and we're tied at 13 again. And then um, um, from there, it is it is another just quick quick drive. Keon Coleman fumbling the punt, but Kane's couldn't recover, and that. Ends up being very costly because that would have put them in field goal range instead. FSU breaks loose, including and then you know gets into Kane's territory, and then you know it's only it's only four plays and they're in the end zone. So it's now twenty to thirteen, and again the Kane's offense is dead in the water at this point. Punting after twelve yards, defense hanging in there, giving up some first downs but not giving up points. Three and out. Just, there's now an exchange of five punts in a row. And, and importantly, the Canes yardage are 12, 6, 1, 
and then FSU seems to put the game away um, after uh, it's a big punt return by Keon Coleman and uh, uh, pass interference and, and FSU is, is right there at the doorstep and Coleman catches the touchdown he pushed off it should have been offensive PI but um, 27 to 13 <laughs> and the Canes go three and out with no yardage so at this point um, their their last four drives have been or their last five drives three plays for five yards five play for 12 three for six three for one three for zero it has completely um fallen apart here defense hanging in there but the game feels over and then <laughs> Emery Williams um goes for broke and just chucks the ball into double coverage and somehow Florida State completely misplayed it it is an 80 80-yard touchdown um and or an 85-yard touchdown and the Canes are somehow one score down um that was pretty much there were basically two offensive plays that they made the entire second half the run by uh Fletcher on the first drive after the onside kick and this one play so you know not great Offense is completely dead at, at the water, but somehow got in the end zone there and then got the ball back to the offense. But again, the offense was not really working. So um, they did get to uh, to fourth and two, and then, of course, Emery Williams, you know, makes a scramble play, guts it out, reaching for the first down, does get, get it, but sacrifices his body to do so, breaks his arm, he's out. <laughs> and keep my took four plays, ten yards, and to get ten yards, and the quarterback breaking his arm. This offense just, just you know, it just wasn't happening. FSU's defense is one of the best in the country, but Canes aren't done yet because in comes the uh, <laughs> the much maligned Tyler Van Dyke, and he immediately actually the offense does come alive a little bit. Third and twelve, he hits Colby Young for fourteen. Next play, Colby Young for fifteen. And then, and then of course, you know the other shoe drops, and this has always been the problem with him. Um, couple three incompletions on fourth down. He has to try and make a play. Throws it into coverage. It's intercepted, and uh, that is your ball game. Um, so I mean, it's it's an interesting interesting one because we saw you know we saw why Tyler Van Dyke um, wasn't playing. Um, on that drive, we also saw that he does make more plays, and you know the Canes got a fluke touchdown in the second half, and that is it. They couldn't even get first downs. And one of the things, you know, I wouldn't second guess the decision to start Emory Williams because you absolutely cannot put Kyler Van Dyke back out there after North Carolina State, and just the the way that he seemed to have lost it mentally um, would have been a very different game if he had made the other decision, and probably a, a larger margin in FSU's favor to be honest, just because. Look, as Emery struggled through the game, he didn't really turn it over. He didn't turn it over. And, um, you know, he did that, that throw that he threw into double coverage that should have been an easy interception but turned into a touchdown. Um, <laughs> for better or worse, you know, they got a touchdown. So I, I th- it's easy to say that's a stupid throw. But, you know, in this game, something just need to make a play and, and it happened. And, and I do think... You know, if Tyler throws the same pass, probably gets intercepted. That's his luck. But you know, he needed a little bit of luck there, and it's just, it's it's unfortunate he couldn't finish the last drive. Um, <clears throat> but it was still, you know, it was a game effort. Um, with the let's be real, the backup quarterback. I mean, I think 
had they gone through an entire another offseason with both of these two competing, Tyler Van Dyke is the better quarterback, at least at this stage for sure. But he was not the better quarterback to play this game. With that said, the, you know, the second quarter where it really came alive offensively gave it that hope. Certainly, certainly the not safety is one that's going to be talked about for a long time. Um, that it was definitely a safety. Um, and it was, and, and as much as the Canes got field position, got the field goal after that, you know, you don't know how that plays out because there's a lot more time left on the clock if Florida State doesn't get to, to run that extra play. Um, and, and it, it did cost the Canes, um, a timeout and about 35 seconds. And again, they ended up getting down near the goal line and kind of having to rush, rush a play, got stuffed and, and had to kick a field goal. And, you know, off of a safety, you do get good field position. Not as good as they got off of that punt, but, you know, you kind of, t- you definitely take the two points in the 40 seconds and take your chances. There's a very good chance the Canes have the lead going into the half if that's called correctly does that um does that ultimately change the outcome i i don't know um i doubt it to be honest just because again the canes need a pretty big fluke to get to get that's that last touchdown um but you know they deserve the opportunity to see if that to to to, to have that happen because they, it was a safety um and you know, it's again, it's just another egregious officiating um, decision by by, um, by 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 the ACC officials who just have repeatedly. I mean, this is now this is the third game in the series we're talking about where just an obvious bad call going against the Canes, um, the fumble at the end of the Georgia Tech game, literally just handed Georgia Tech an opportunity. Now the Canes still should have stop them and still should have won but they don't again it's about doing what's right making the right call and and you know they didn't they haven't been doing that um so i mean that that directly cost one game um and then it also it it costs it costs another one here um um or an opportunity at one here it certainly clemson mccain's one anyway but that also um you know that that that's another one where it should absolutely not have been um it should it should it should have been a safety and and these things matter and you know you don't know butterfly effect what happens here but it's a big missed call um and it's one where Canes needed the breaks to win this game and that was one they couldn't afford you know sometimes you get a break like they did on the save big on brunch for mom all in the kroger app Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Colby George, five-yard touchdown pass, but... Other times, you know, you don't get a break. In this case, the official should never be the break, though. But I think it's worth unpacking just, you know, how competitive the Canes were in this game because, um, you know, time possession was even. Uh, penalties, of course, favored Florida State. There was the one interception by TBA at the end of the game. Again, desperation attempt, but thing to look at. Total yards. The Canes outgained FSU. Now, keep in mind, this is still when Jordan Travis was the quarterback. Um... That is 
you know, not something you would think coming into the game. And this is, this is, I mean, I've talked a lot about the empty calories, um, this year, and this is certainly, you know, one where the way that the second quarter went, you felt like the Canes should have gotten more points out of that. Um, and, and I think that's where the hidden yardage is. Cause by the middle part of the, by the most of the second half, it was essentially no yardage happening again. It was, Four, it was 14 yards on the field goal drive, then it was 5, then 12, then 6, then 1, then 0, then 80-yard touchdown, and then the 37 yards to to end the game. And and to, to be clear, at some point, um, um, you know, you just got to finish. You got to pay off when you're playing well because, again, Florida State's got an elite defense, and you knew they were going to make adjustments, and it was going to be hard with the true freshman quarterback. So... You know, the missed field goal, again, not Borgas' fault, but, um, you know, that's one that you'd like to uh, have back for sure. You know, the safety call, that's how you get paid off on, on the yardage. And then, you know, the big punt return for Keon Coleman that allowed them to have a a 10-yard drive. That one, that that one's unfortunate, right? Because that's just, you can you couldn't afford a special teams mistake there. And so there's a couple, there's 10 points essentially on special teams. So, you know, overall it was a good performance, but it was another loss. It was now, um, you know, it was now two in a row. The Canes fell to two and four in conference with a really good Louisville team on deck. So this is... You know, this is danger zone now, obviously, with Emery Williams breaking his arm. And, and just to be clear on Emery, um, 8 of 23, 175 yards, two touchdowns. 85 of those yards were on one play, um, and it was a play that should have been intercepted. So, I mean, it was a game effort. I don't know necessarily say it was a good performance because it's, I mean, that's not 7 of 22 for 90 yards, one touchdown, one pick. So, you know, I would have been, I mean, obviously it would have been much better if he didn't get injured and had a chance to finish that last drive because, you know, that could have been, this is a, this is where legends are made situation. He did get the first down, so the game was still alive with him as quarterback. Obviously TBD came and made two really good throws, and then the drive died. So, um, um, you know, in terms of what, and he finished two of seven, so just to keep him, like, he's like, he came in and looked like, you know, Dan Marino. He was not good either, and he threw a pick. Um, but it would have been interesting to see. One, I, I would have loved for Emory to get the chance to finish that drive. TVD has had opportunities, and, you know, against North Carolina State, um, <clears throat> and, and, and didn't take them. And so it would have been nice to see, you know, Emory get that opportunity to try and lead the game time drive. And also, it would have been nice to see him get another start against Louisville, assuming he kept the job after that performance, which, you know, was debatable. You knew they weren't going to pull him in-game unless it was, like, really bad or, of course, he got injured, which he did. Because, you know, they're, one thing I will say for this coaching staff is they're very supportive of the quarterback, which is important because you need them to play with confidence. And it's the reason they kept sticking with Tyler Van Dyke, and they absolutely were going to stick with Emery because the way he was pulling... The way the second half was going, you know, if they were if they were skittish at all, they would have pulled him because the team was not moving the ball. You're down 14 points. They kept, they stuck with him because, you know, that's how they manage quarterbacks. And I think overall that's a good thing. You don't want your quarterback looking over his shoulder. Um, and so it's good that, 
you know, they stuck with him, and I just wish he had had the opportunity to try and finish that drive. Would he have done it? I doubt it, to be honest, just the way the game was going. The only pass complete was thrown into double coverage, um, so would have been tough, but that that's kind of a disappointment in this game. You want to, you, you know, giving up, losing 10 points in special teams, losing a, a safety on a BS call that, you know, had ramifications for more points, because um, at that point, FSU was really struggling to stop the Canes. They made some halftime adjustments, but... You know, it wasn't halftime yet. Um, and just that Emery didn't have the opportunity to finish that drive. Because the game was there. It was there potentially for the taking. Um, and, you know, the Canes just unfortunately were not um, allowed to, to... Were not able to kind of obviously got hurt. So, but there, there were opportunities to win this game. And again, outgained FSU. And this is full strength FSU, of course. And just, you know, a couple of really... Standout performances, Jacoby George, 5 for 153 and two touchdowns. Obviously, the 85 on the one play. But also, um, Don Chaney really changed the game when he came in and started breaking runs loose. 12 carries, 85 yards. Obviously, he has now transferred to Louisville, the next opponent we're going to talk about. Um, and then, um, you know, the last thing is, is just... Uh, <sighs> Kind of interesting that Colby Young two catches both on the last on the last possession there. So it's 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 just you know it wasn't it wasn't pretty, it was competitive, it was gutsy, it was kind of you know why Emery started because that the, you know the the character came through, the effort was there, but you know this is also why the Kings they need they need options, um, and that's why they're as I record this actively looking to to upgrade the quarterback position, or upgrade the depth, I should say. This is not saying that Emory Williams cannot be the quarterback here. He absolutely can. He's obviously injured still, so he's going to come out of that and then, you know, continue to develop. But you can't be left with the options of true freshmen. Um, and, and you can't be left with a true freshman and, 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 a, and a, you know, fourth-year junior or whatever TBD was that, has has the yips like there need need to be more options obviously the whole jakari brown thing he'll start the bowl game was there but you know kudos to emory game effort tough environment it you know and unfortunately got hurt um it, it was it was kind of what you knew was going to happen if you um put him in there that he was going to have to gut it out and and he 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 did, and you knew it wasn't going to be like a high efficiency big yardage game, just because like he's not ready to do that at this point in his career. And we saw that against Clemson too, and you were hoping for a Clemson like win, and just very nearly got there, very nearly got there. Um, unfortunately, came up a little short. Um, but you know, hopefully, it's a growing opportunity for him, and you know, for the Canes again, six and four now, two and four in conference with two games left and season feels to be teetering, especially with Louisville uh, coming next week. And they are, and they are, yeah, they're obviously a very good team. So, um, we'll, I'll recap that in episode 11. We're almost to the finish line here, but at this point, six and four, two and four in conference and, you know, TBD necessarily going to get the ball against Louisville quarterback controversy over via injury. And uh, we all know who that, that went, which is, which was a surprisingly bounce-back performance for him. But 
We'll talk about that in the next episode coming up next. Louisville, game 11, as the Canes try to get that seventh win to make sure they finish above 500. Mother's Day is almost here, and you can get her the most beautiful time-tested gift around. A watch she can wear every day for movement. Whether mom's into classic dress watches, rare and refined ceramics, or tried-and-true bestsellers, Movement has something she'll love. And right now, you can save big on the best Mother's Day gift ever with up to 50% off site-wide during Movement's Mother's Day sale at MVMT.com. Again, that's up to 50% off at MVMT.com.